What's up, y'all? This is your boy, Lita Johnson, the Fowler Sports Podcast, man, the live sports podcast you're going to hear out here. Now, I honestly, I was talking my last podcast. I gave y'all the people who I thought would make it and how many would make it. I was going with, um, let's just go over it. You know, the three quarterbacks, Jalen Hurts, Nate Sutfield, um, Carson Wentz, right? We know that. We know Carson Wentz will be starting when they still feel backing up Jalen Hurts' third. Regardless of the time Jalen Hurts will get at the quarterback position, you know, in trick plays, he's not going to be number two. It's just not even logical in football. It's not logical. Listen, y'all have to listen, man. That's not logical. Nate Sufield knows the offense. He's been there. He came up undrafted. He's not going to give Jalen Hurts it because he had to really come in and do some phenomenal stuff. And if a man comes in and be number two, that quick, he almost could, could could be number one. But that's just ridiculous regardless of what he does. Nobody's going to go over Carson Wentz, so stop the controversy. Now, running backs, they're going to sign a running back. That's going to happen. That just looks like – and so we're going to leave that blank. It's going to be two guys. And I think it's going to be McCoy, um, how I got signed, uh, Devontae Freeman. And I was, you know, going with one analyst. He was like the Bucks. He, he could choose the Bucks just to play with Tom Brady. You know, they got Ronald Jones, and it's not like he could be a good second back. It would be a good two-back combination with Gronkowski back. I mean, who wouldn't want to go and try to play with Gronk and Tom Brady because of their name? Go ahead. But I think McCoy will be signed. That's why they ain't giving him an offer. Think about it. Why would they give him an offer if they know as soon as they give him an offer, he's signing? That's it. As soon as they give him an offer, it's over with. But Freeman and Hyde have to think about it. This is it. McCoy has let it be known that he's going. He wants to be an Eagle. So as soon as he gets that offer, it is over. That's why they haven't given him an offer. It's kind of like when people recruit, and they know they got they gave a certain person, uh, um, they, some certain people they won't give scholarships to, because they know as soon as they give them a scholarship, they're gonna commit. So they wait and see if they can get somebody else first. This is how it is. It's, it's, it's chess, not checkers. Now, running backs. I'm sorry. Three quarterbacks. The running backs, I'll say, um, Miles Sanders, somebody signed, Boston Scott, Corey Clement. And I think they get another power back. I just think five could go. I think it could be five. Possible five. I mean, I know that's just what I think. I think if you get a McCoy, you want to keep Boston Scott, you got Corey Clement. I don't know. I think Elijah Holyfield, I mean, he wouldn't. I just think he could make it. I think they want a power back. They just won't depend on it. You know, when it's short yardage situations, if you look at all the backs except for Hyde that they will get between Freeman and McCoy, they're not power backs. It's only Hyde. That's why they was after him first. Because then they would have X'd out them even trying to get a power back. But now they need, I just think that is a smart thing to keep Holyfield just for short, short yardage situations, just to eat up people. Then you could put McCoy in there. But anyway, five running backs. Then you look at the um, receivers. And, you know, you go with Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Jalen Rager. Got J.J. Arcega, Whiteside. Got Marquise Goodwin. Um, Greg Ward. And I think John Hightower makes it. I think that's seven. I think Chris Watkins could be eight. But I think Chris Watkins doesn't do that. Because I think they go get three tight ends. Either they get three tight ends or they get eight receivers. 
I just think that happens. Three tight ends, eight receivers. And that's going to be something to see if they go get uh, Perkins. Because he's proved it. He's proved it. When people were out, Perkins proved it. So I think they get some roster spot with Dallas Goder and Zach Ertz now. That's just how I feel now. And that gives you three tight ends. That gives you seven receivers. That's 10. That gives you 13 with the uh, quarterback. All right. And then you get 18 with running backs. Now, here we go. What we got? We got the offensive line. I just think it's nine because I think you got uh, Andre Dillard with Lane Johnson. I think you got Isaac. I think you go with Brooks and then Kelsey. Then you got Pryor. You got Malata. You got the two draft picks. That's nine. I don't think they get. I don't think. I think this is nine. That's 27. And then if you go three guys. That's 30. We're going to talk about the special teams, the punter, the kicker, and the, um, the snapper. That's 30. So now we need we have 23 more spots left. And we go to defense. Who would you think? Right? I know people was guessing. But we know Brandon Graham and Barnett is there. Right now they haven't signed nobody. Do I think they're going to sign somebody? It's a possibility. But it's just not a strong possibility. I think Clowney's on the hinge, but we can't say that they could sign him. So I'm going Josh Sweat. I'm going Sharif Miller. Then you got Malik Jackson. You got Cargrave. You got Cox. And you got Ridgeway. That is a certified eight they're going to have. Regardless of what, they're going to have eight guys. They're going to be eight good, good eight deep, whether Clowney comes or not. Now, the thing is, is somebody else going to make it? Somebody else going to be. Is somebody else. Going to be picked. Will it be nine? Deshaun Hall is a very talented guy. They like Joe Osman. So I think those are the only two guys. If I had to think of anybody else, I don't think 10. I think it'll be nine. I think the Hall Osman battle is something that's underrated. Both these guys have good potential, but they just get hurt and, you know. Let's just see what happens. I think it's nine that stays there. I think it's nine offensive linemen. Now, you got Hector and you got uh, Rush. And look at Rickron Williams, but he's not going to be on the roster. Just don't see that happening. Maybe he could. Maybe he'll be the ninth guy. I just think they keep nine defensive linemen. Now, that, that, that is a good battle there. You're looking at Hector. You're looking at Williams. I got to go back to that Anthony Rush. Let's just see what happens. You know, they got the guy they signed who was um, – what, he was over international defensive lineman guy. Um, it's just a lot of guys that's going to be fighting for that. All right. Now, look at the linebacker. I just think that's nine. Now, linebackers, I just think, if you look at it, it's Nathan Jerry. It's uh, TJ Edwards. The confidence is in those purely. Now, who starts on that side it remains to be seen. Do I think Taylor gets it? Maybe Brown does, and Taylor comes up the next year. I'm just not going to give that to Taylor right now because Brown had, I think Brown starts over there, then Taylor backs up. With Duke Rally. You know, that those definitely I think it'll be six for sure. I think Casey Toolhill could could make it. Cause if he and that's all because special teams. Because once you get to that part, it's all about special teams. And these are athletic guys. So it's something to watch. Let's just see what happens. But I think six guys make this fifteen. Now, 
You go to the cornerbacks. Slay is there. Jones is there. Maddox is there. Roby Coleman is there. LeBlanc is there. And Douglas is there. 246. Regardless of the situation, which is going to be a battle, if Douglas makes it, we're going to be talking about Douglas because you got guys like my guy from Baylor. Then they got um, Trevon Williams. Trevin Williams, who a lot of people, including Philly Sports Network, was talking about. I think he is a guy to look at that could make the team. I think it'll be six cornerbacks. But in who I think will make the team, if I go back to defensive line and I think who makes the team, I'm confident Deshaun Hall making that team as the next defensive lineman, if you want to know that. Who I think will make this team, I think Trevin Williams makes his team over Russell Douglas. I just think that happens. I think that happens. It's going to be Slay. It's going to be Jones. It's going to be Maddox. It's going to be Karobi Coleman. It's going to be LeBlanc. And it's going to be Williams. I just think that's going to be it. Looking at the safeties. Now that's uh, six. That's six we rocked there. We're doing a nine. We don't want a six. That's 15. Then we go to six. That's 21. So we're looking at. We got a dilemma. This is why we do this. This is why we do this. So now, it can't be nine defensive linemen. Because we need at least four safeties. Because it's going to be four safeties. It's going to be Jalen Mills. It's going to be Will Parks. It's going to be Rodney McLeod. And it's going to be Kevon Wallace. So, we got two spots left. So that means it can't be... I think either you get a, a who's gonna who's gonna fall off real quick and fall back. I think it's Hightower, or it could be another running back. But I don't know if that happens. But at the same time, does Philadelphia really feel like they should get a power back that hard? So I think Holyfield could go on the practice squad. I think they keep those four running backs, whoever they are, whether they got a power back or not. They just keep Holyfield on the practice squad. Or they just keep one on the practice squad and Holyfield don't make the team. It's definitely two two positions, but these are the ones that suffer grabs. The Holyfield, the ninth defensive lineman, that suffer grabs, even though they love to keep death, but they're going to keep it this time. And the running back in the receiver position. Will they keep a seventh receiver? When they got all these guys getting time. So, I think Hightower and Quez Watkins both could be on the practice squad. I just think that could happen. When you talk about defensive linemen, they might sacrifice Deshaun Hall and put him on the practice squad. Why not? That's two people right there. I think Deshaun Hall and Hightower. People say, nah, Hightower, look at the receivers that they have that's going to be getting time. This ain't no... You, you, Deshaun Jackson, Rager, and, and Jeffrey are not going to just be giving up snaps. If they're healthy, they're going to get the snaps. And you still got Greg Ward Jr., who people feel like ain't going to make it. The man knows too much. He's going to be on that team. J.J. Arcega, Whiteside, and you got Marquise Goodwin. Like, that's three other guys, six receivers that are definitely not just sitting there or haven't got any experience. Ward Jr. proved himself. J.J. Arcega, Whiteside is the young guy they have confidence in, and he's going to get snaps over any of those rookies. So that's something to look at. But at the same time, 
um, a linebacker? Maybe no. They need linebackers because they need a special team. Could it be two tight ends? No, I just don't. I haven't seen them do that. So that's what I think. I think Hall. Could it be um, five cornerbacks? That that's another that's another thing there. Could it be five cornerbacks? I think that could definitely happen. Now I you know you go to five cornerbacks, they just cut Douglas, and nobody makes it. It's just five cornerbacks. They keep nine offensive linemen, five cornerbacks, and four running backs. There we go. That is the defense, and that gives them a defense that's terror because. When you break down the defense, Graham and Barnett are monsters. When they're on their field, they're monsters. Barnett, everybody talks about Barnett. He had a good season last season. I mean, Jesus, what is he's a young? It's his second year. So many expectations are so high because Philly won the Super Bowl. Expectations race. So Barnett, guys like J.J. Arcega Whiteside, they got to hurry up. You know, Arcega Whiteside barely got snaps. You talk about when he was out there. I mean, he just got out there fresh. India in a playoff situation. Like, come on. People are playing at a whole different type of level. He's not just getting to learn the game. He's throwing out there to the Wolves when he didn't even have first-team snaps. So it was just totally uncalled for and totally unfair. Ward Jr. had been knowing this offense, been in practice squads, been impressing enough the last couple of years to do what he did. I think uh, they get McCoy, and McCoy has a good season. He rushes around 400, 500 yards. Why? Why? Uh, maybe four. I say four hundred yards, and and Sanders gets around twelve, eleven hundred, twelve hundred yards, um, on on that mark. But on the defense, you're talking about Hargrave and Cox. I think Jackson can get seven sacks, even ten sacks. It, it'll be times believe Jackson can play defensive end. They got Hassan Ridgeway. He's a beast. Josh Sweat is ready for that next level. Sharif Miller. Look, I'm going off preseason momentum because he's a rookie. You got to go off every momentum he's showing. And and I know him in Penn State. I knew when the man, I used to watch the man at Penn State. They got a, a heck of a special player as, as a backup tight end, defensive end. I think he can start in the future for teams. He's really a good player. And you got him and Sweat backing up. The young bucks, they ready. And I, they have a lot of confidence in Hall. And they have a lot of Osmond. I think Osmond, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I think Hall shows so much more. Last year, then Osmond showed any of his time showing. He really looks like something that can, you know, he can really do something. So I think they'll all be terrorists. I mean, you're just not going to want to face that line. From Sweat to, to, to Sweat and Miller are going to be so hungry. And each time Hall steps on the on the field, and Ridge, these, these young guys want to prove themselves. And Jackson was hurt last year, so he's ready to prove his worth. Like, these guys are going to be hungry. I think they'll be at least a top three defensive line. At least number three, at the least. So, as big as far as linebackers go, T.J. Edwards, I think he just has a, a, a he probably won't make the Pro Bowl, but he'll have a 100-tackle year, have a, a Pro Bowl-type year. Nathan Jerry's going to have an, a, a good, solid year. And um, John Tavis Brown has a solid year also. I think it's going to be an impressive linebacker unit. Um, they can be similar to what Kendricks was, with Bradham, very similar. They, they, it's, it's, they can be better. I think Edwards can be better than Bradham. I think Jerry can be just as good as, as Bradham, you know. And, and even even a little bit better. He just looks like he does more as a coverage guy 
and he learned so much from Bradham, he could be better. It was really an impressive year for him last year. And you look at the special teams, it's going to be savages. Savages. Um, cornerbacks. Slay is going to have a, a Pro Bowl year. So Jones is going to have a Pro Bowl year. Whether he makes it or not, we'll see. But I think Slay makes it. And Jones just really shows that he's one of the best corners in this league. Um, Roby Coleman is going to have a big year. Um, Maddox, of course, is going to be a pest. When they put him out there, he's going to make plays. LeBlanc is going to make plays. It's going to be something to see those five. Those five are going to be, you know, when you got somebody like Slay to spell everybody and then you ain't looking at, uh, uh, um, if you had Jones and Roby Coleman, you could, you could have some questions if whether Roby Coleman can keep up that and then Jones getting the pressure of being number one, one of them being number one. Well, you have a true number one. He makes everybody better because nobody's going to want to throw the Slay. Nobody. So they're going to have to always contest one person and he's going to have lunch. He's going to be able to get better. You can't just throw to one guy and spell the game. You used to throw to two sides. You might avoid one guy, then go over to the next guy for the Eagles. But nobody was consistent. Slay is consistent, man. It's, it's, it's a wrap. Now that one side is shut down. You're not going to be able to throw. And most of the time, he, the Slay guards the best receivers in football. He just don't just beat. He's, he guards the best receivers in football. So that takes them. That gives them a hell day all day. Just like Jones used to give us give the Eagles hell. Well, now Slay is going to give teams hell. The number one receivers are going to get hell. So now whoever you got going to have to try to be something, you know. And he's not going to be the person. It's going to be easy to shut down one side of the field rather than two sides. So it's just going to make it better than with the, the, the pass rush, especially if they involve people like Brown with speed and people like Taylor, you know, just, just involve some speed, you know, let the linebacker rush every once in a while. Nathan Jerry rush. TJ Edwards rush. I think the Eagles have really an underrated, real good defense. These guys ain't proven on the linebacker side. I think they could be a top five defense. No question. I mean, they have everything there. Now you look at the safeties. What could they do? I think Mills has a big year. I don't know if he makes the pro bowl, but he'll have a pro bowl year, pro bowl numbers. He, I mean, he's a physical, he can get tackles. I could see him getting 100 tackles next year. Two interceptions, 100 tackles. I think as a safety, he ta- that's, he's a physical guy. To, to have him not focus on being a cornerback and always focusing on coverage is going to be big for him. Uh, Rodney McLeod, we know what he can do. I think he is the type of guy that almost has 100 tackles. Or he might be getting 100 tackles and Mills gets 80 tackles. But, you know, We'll see what happens. I think I don't know if both of them get it. It's possible, but I think one or the other gets it and they have a good season. I think McLeod makes the Pro Bowl. He's back there. He's going to have a lot more responsibility like Jenkins. So he's going to be a big – like this is his time. Like before he came to the Eagles, he was with the Rams. He was that guy over there in safety. Now you got him being that guy. He's going to have so much responsibility. That's why – yeah, I had to say like 120 tackles for McLeod and we give 80 to, to, to Mills. I think that's what happens. And Mills can cover – Tight ends, I think it's going to be real good. That safety tandem is, is t- I think, the most underrated. People talk about the, uh, you know, linebackers. I talked about them as being, a, a, you know, they got to prove a little bit, you know. I think it was does it and but and all that, but they got to really prove it. But I think the safety position is too much experience there, and they're Super Bowl winners. So, and then you put in Will Parks. Add you another coverage guy. Brown, Jatavius Brown. That's why I think Brown stays. He can just do so much. That's why I think Jatavius Brown starts. And then Will Parks, I mean, because they can cover. And they got speed. They can cover tight ends. They can cover running backs. They can cover the slot. 
and then you got Kavon Wallace. Come on, man. That's just a good, that's a good squad. So, yeah, and who returns the ball? I've always said it. I remember saying who returns the ball, Boston Scott and Jalen Rager. I think they returned it. So, wrapping it up, what do I think the Eagles do is the outcome. This is the outcome thing. Um, well, I think they win the FCs. I think they win 12 games. I think they're going to have to battle some some juggernauts. I don't think Tampa Bay is scaring me right now. It's just You just can't give a team with no experience together and just a bunch of players and one guy comes out of retirement, one guy's getting older. They all have to mesh. Uh, the Saints is the team that's getting to me. I think the Saints are just that team. I think the Rams are still at, well, we'll see what happens without Gurley. I mean, let's just see what happens. Um, let's just see what happens with that team. Um, Arizona is a little scary. Just to see receivers, but really it's New Orleans and Minnesota who I think people need to worry about more. They're stacked more. Uh, Green Bay. They're going to have some uh, a lot to work with. But I think it's the Saints. I still think it's the Saints. As long as Drew Brees is back there, it's the Saints. And I think Philly, can they go to the Super Bowl? I pred- if they stay healthy, I, pre- I always predict them. There's nothing that makes you think they can't go to the Super Bowl if they're healthy. This is always timing and all that. And they need so much depth. I think this could be, if they keep the guy, what they have this year is speed. They have an offense that they haven't had even on the Super Bowl. I mean, you put McCoy and Sanders and Scott and Clement all in there. That's four running backs. They had three. You get four now. You get it's like it's like the Sproles was healthy, and they had Alvin Kamara. I mean, that's how this is looking. If Sproles was healthy, that's the Boston Scott, and they had Alvin Kamara. Miles Sanders is like a stronger Alvin Kamara. Except you, just, you know, a lot of guys with power backs, but McCoy can run the football. I think that's what they're not looking at. The X factor. Everybody, oh, he old, this and that. If you don't do this, look at his stats last year: four point six yards per carry, for over four hundred and sixty yards. Caught the ball. So you mean to tell me if this guy's healthy? Uh, y'all nicks all that. Y'all saying all this mess. If he's healthy, forget the old whatever you're trying to say. If he's healthy, he can't give you 460 yards on the ground, 4.6 yards per carry. And then in this offense, you know, and how like like straight up like that's that's the scary factor. If you want me to say the scary factor, that's the scary factor of this team. If McCoy can contribute, no, no, excuse me. I know he'll contribute, but if McCoy can stay healthy, if McCoy, you look at everything else, when people talk about Jalen Reagan and Jackson, if Alshon stays healthy, if Alshon is, you know, at least here for 12 games, if he can be out, if Alshon could be out like three to four games and do the same thing he did last couple of years and just be here for the, toward the end of the season, 12 games, like he, if he's out the first four games and just plays 12 games into the playoffs, he's, he's going to be productive. The game where he missed the, the catch, he had a better season than the season, the Super Bowl season. So we're talking about Alshon Jeffrey. All the mess needs to stop. If he's healthy on that field, just like I say about McCoy, if they're healthy on that field, they're going to produce. They're going to be a problem. You're going to have to plan. You're going to have to try to stop them because they're going to make plays. They got what they was missing, taking the top off defenses. 
They got so many people. They can bring them off the practice squad now. They got a stacked defensive line unit, which I thought was smart. And then now they got young dogs ready. Like, I think people underestimate And like they should, because they don't know how good, uh, consistent they're going to be. But they're ready. All right, I'm out of here, y'all. Follow the leader. Uh, follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. Leader Johnson. Uh, VUSports.com. NBA Draftroom.com. PhillySportsNetwork.com. Um, talking about your Eagles. I'm out, y'all. This defense, I think they have a Super Bowl team. And if I pick who's going to go to the Super Bowl, it's Andy Reid versus Doug Peterson. Let's go. I'm out of here, y'all.